Communion, fellowship, intimacy with God occurs in realms. Each realm is birth, either through revelation of God's word, an encounter with God, or some condition God gives you and you meet it. And you are rewarded with himself. I've already taught us that the greatest thing God can do is to bless you with himself. When who you have become to God is so precious that no money is worthy of it. No car is worthy of it. No house is worthy of it. He will give you the blessing of Abraham. He said, I am your shield. Hallelujah. I am your exceeding. I am paying you with a permanent deposit. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's what I told the uh, 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 occultic man in the village. In Igbo, they called it Dibia. He didn't have his uh, proper cap on when, when that uh, group came to meet with me. And when I heard his name, I said, oh, you are that guy, yeah? So I said to him, if you had eyes to see, I said, you see that there are two angels sitting here with me, one on the right and one on the left, and they escort me anywhere I go on earth. I said, that's why I can come to this village with no issues, even though I know that there are all kinds of problems. I go to nations, South Sudan. You know, one, one church in South Sudan, uh, my son in Kenya said that God told him to take some of the money I sent to him and give to this lady. Tell the lady to take her vacation. So he obeyed. So God said to take her vacation. The lady received the money and takes her vacation. And the Sunday she wasn't there, these militants came to church and separated all the people that are not their tribe and shut them all to death. Yet we go and come back. <laughs> you see now that's not religion that's a realm and I told you that the Debia man said to me yes those that are with you I can see and those that I don't see I know that what is here I cannot handle so I need to get up and he took his cap off he said listen I surrender come on your shout ought to be higher than that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Angelic escort. Assigned to an office. Now watch. Why would I mention that? Because that's the transaction that took place in this text. The Lord Jesus came. He was feeding. People were thronging him. He was working miracles. People were throwing in him. 
And one day he pulled up his sword. Then he says, except you eat my flesh. Except you drink my blood. He says, you have no life in you. Another place says, you cannot even be my disciple. And the people say, wait a minute, we are not cannibals. How in the world will we eat his, blood, his body or drink his blood? And you know, Jews understand the Torah. And God said, you don't eat blood. And Jesus comes saying, except you drink my blood. You see how the spiritual life conflicts with the logos. And if you don't have understanding, you think he missed it. And the people made a judgment. They said, this is a hard saying. Who can hear it? He said that all these disciples went back from following him. In other words, they ran into something. Beyond what they thought they needed. They were following him for what they can get. And Jesus put the marker down. Jews understood covenant. That when you start talking about blood, you are asking for a covenant. They said, no. I mean, we love you, but we are not quite ready to make that kind of Commitment. You see now, they were following him at this level. He wanted to bring them up to a higher level of relationship. That's what's happening with some of us. You don't know that the conditions you're struggling with is God ushering you to a higher level. Hallelujah. He said, you've been here long enough. You're crying out to me for more. Hallelujah. What you're bucking against is your open door to your next ram. Let, let me answer this question before I further in the text. Think about it. So how do you eat his flesh? How do you drink his blood? He says, except you do so, you have no life. So if you're sitting here this morning and the life in you is dried up, what does that tell you? His flesh is missing. His blood is missing. He said, that's how you get life in you. That's how you keep life in you. Hallelujah. It is not bread or crackers and juice that gives you life. If you look at the text, when they ask Jesus for a revelation of himself, he says, I am the bread of life. How does this mystery translate into my personal life? He started telling them who he was or who he is. And what happens when he tells you who he is? When he shows you his word, when you believe it, what is hidden in that text leaves the page of the book and goes in your spirit. When you hear the testimony of the blood 
and you believe it, all the power in the blood enters your life. That's how you eat the bread. That's how you drink the blood. You, you're not eating it physically. You're not drinking it physically. You activate the power in it by faith. If he tells you, I am your healer, and you believe it, there comes healing. Hallelujah. He, say, he tells you, I am Jehovah Jireh, and you believe it, here comes your financial breakthrough. Hallelujah. If you come to a condition, and he tells you, these are the things you should do, like he told the rich young ruler, and he backed away. He forfeited apostleship. Had he gone through with it, everything would have changed. When people come here, or friends that I know, and they're saying, well, where are the people giving all this money that you seem to have? I said, well, you can look all you want to. You can try to figure it out, but you can never figure it out. But you know that it's there. All you have to do is see what I'm doing. There's nothing on credit in this place. Hallelujah. No camera, no lighting, no screen, no vehicle, no building, nothing. How in the world did that happen? How does that happen? That if you look at it by the natural eye, you can never figure it out. Amen. So when I tell people that, I can't pray for you and the financial miracle will get on you. I didn't receive it that way. I received it by the text. Jesus says, except you eat me and drink me, you can't connect with the Zoe life of God. And he makes his presentations every day to each of us. He reveals himself. He said, this is who I am. If you believe it, the exchange takes place. If you don't believe it, he bypasses you. So two people can be sitting in the same church, hearing the same word, singing the same song. And one person is blossoming. And the other one is dried up. It's all your faith grabbing a hold of what he said. I bypass the early day stories because these things are conference. I told you God came to me. He said, now, tithe. I said, Lord, shouldn't I be exempt? Because I was making $300 a month. See how these things happen. He comes to reveal himself to you. Why did he come to me? I said to him, Lord, why do you work this miracle? I pray for people, you answer, you heal, you do all this. But when it comes to money, it looks like you don't work. <laughs> ah, I got somebody's attention. Uh-huh. Watch now. Oh, I'm digging in, but I don't have time. I need, I need to round up so we can go. Watch. I said, why is it that when it comes to money, you, you, you don't seem to work? 
And most of your children are broke. They're all always, you know, from paycheck to paycheck and struggling. What is that thing? The first thing he did wasn't to give me money. Oh, he pays my faith is shaking. He went to the pastor and said, now, from now on, don't give him any more money. He cut off the little I was getting. So when the pastor told me that God told him not to give me any more money, I said, you must not be a man of God. <laughs> How can God tell you that? <laughs> and then God came to me. He said, now, tithe. I said, Lord, people like me should be exempt. How are you going to live with $300 a month in America? He said, son, if you don't tithe, you're a non-covenant man. And there's very little I will do with you on the earth. So when I hear people speaking against tithing or sowing seeds, I laugh. I say, you will remain a non-covenant man. And you live at lower level of life on this earth. Hallelujah. While sons of God are moving in a realm of glory. Hallelujah. Why? Every time he presents himself to you. I am the bread of life. I am your miracle worker. I am your supplier. I am your deliverer. And you believe it. Hallelujah. I'm trying to preach somebody out of a quagmire. When you believe it, hallelujah, miracles happen. Miracles. So I obeyed him, and I gave, I took out my $30 to give. He said, no, you owe me 60 I said, where you get the other 30 from? Where you get the other 30 from? He said, now the church pays your rent for 300. I said, oh, you're collecting in-kind gifts too? <laughs> it was later on that I discovered that I had come into a realm where I was dialoguing with God. But because I was focused on the money, I didn't know I had crossed into a blessing. Some of you are richer this morning than you recognize. You are focusing on money, but you don't see that he's close to you. You can hear him talk to you. He is fathering you. These ignorant disciples were focused on the bread they were getting. And he was trying to elevate them into a new realm. And they balked at it. He said they went away and didn't walk with him anymore. And so many people have walked away from their greatest breakthrough. And they can't figure out what's going on with me. I gave the 60 God commanded me. And I had only 240 left. And the next day he came back. He said, now, if you want to see the power of my kingdom released, you need to give me a seed. (laughs) 
Nigerians would say, see me trouble. <laughs> he took uh, 60 yesterday. Today he has come back to collect seed. I said, how much is the seed? He said, 40. He said, now, if you give me 40, I'll add the zeros. Pay attention to what I'm telling you because these things are happening now. The reason these people turned back was because they came to their moment. They were hungry for what they didn't understand. And he gave them the roadmap to enter into it. And they ran back. Remember, the text in another place says, if you draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in you. Amen. And so many people have come to their supernatural condition and they backed away. They backed away. Uh, so, you can laugh at me, but I said that years ago. Watch. I said, where is that written? It said Mark 4.26. I said, oh. He knows the Bible. I didn't know it was me who didn't know the Bible. Watch now. Because he wrote it. When people get frustrated and say, I'm not reading this anymore. I say, it, it is you that don't know what's in it. He knows what's in it. Even the demons know what's in it. Mm -hmm. So I was surprised that he knew it. And I went and read it. He said, so is the kingdom of God. As if a man should cast seed in the ground. Say, in this kingdom, the power will not explode until a seed goes in the ground. Whether it be the seed of the word of God, or be the seed of money, or be the seed of kindness. Whatever the seed he commands, he causes the power of the kingdom. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus said of, of himself. He said, except a corn of wheat fall in the ground and die. It abides alone. But once you put it in the ground, God will give it a new body. And it will explode. Hallelujah. I wonder who I'm preaching to. Somebody. You be, you've, been, you, you, you've been at the cusp of this thing. And I'm coming to change your rims this morning. So now watch. So you, you're in this rain. You're following him. You're moving. But then he sees that what you have will not get you to where you're going. But he comes to challenge you with a condition. I give that $40. He said, I live. And what is driving my ministry and driving my life came into me. Because when he said, live, I cannot explain how $200 carried me for six years in Atlanta, Georgia. And never ran out of money. Hey, glory to God. Glory to God. And that thing kicked in. And it's still working now. Yeah. You are my witnesses. COVID came. Yeah. 
And God said to me, don't shut my house down. And I was the villain in Atlanta. And people were dying everywhere. And Channel 57 chose me to give the glory response to COVID. And I went and preached the house down. Huh? And I came home and woke up with COVID myself. And demons were making noise. Nobody will believe you anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this was Delta. This is not Omicron. This is that one that was killing without mercy. Hallelujah. See now? On Tuesday, I went in the hospital. I told you, I was there three days or four days. And God came to me and healed me. Watch now. I went in the hospital on Tuesday. I was back in church on Sunday. And God said to me, don't shut my house down. And I held on. And I was talked about and spoken against and written against on the internet. And people were making noise. And God vowed to me, nobody would die of COVID in this church. Glory to God. Glory. in a new dimension with no increase in membership with nothing the income of this church grew a million dollars in 2020 and God delivered Eagle One in 2020 and we paid cash beloved realms of glory usher you into places you cannot explain yourself But it's all by faith when God gives you a condition and you meet it. He rewards you. That's what we experienced. It is now like a story, but COVID was brutal, particularly that Delta variant. People were dying like dogs and cats. And I saw tractor trailer freezers and people were being thrown into them by the thousands. And fear was in the land, and and churches shut down, and businesses shut down, and people were masked up. and, And in the middle of that chaos, God said, don't shut my house down. I believed him. I acted on it. People came with trepidation. One, one young lady that was pregnant said, well, she, was, she came afraid and looking at her husband and, and just believing that all was well. Of course, the child was delivered perfectly. We obeyed God. He rewarded us with himself. He guaranteed that no one would die in this place of COVID. And he kept covenant with us. He blessed us with the two to get the job done. It's called Glory Fall USA, where we're going to all 50 state capitals and raising altars unto the Lord our God. And the glory 
redescending on America. Angels and assignment. We were so encouraged that Chuck Pierce, one of the <clears throat> notable prophets of our time, received a vision from God and they saw all these angels in position all across America. I said, hey, we put them there. <laughs> and he said they were there standing God. There are men in the altars that we are assigned to. And he said he didn't understand, what, you know, they weren't doing anything. Yeah, they were on assignment. You, you see the spiritual consonants. There's so much to come. That's why the warfare is so fierce, but there's so much to come. As we wait on God, he will pour more into us. He will reveal more into us. And we will get the job done. Every time I think about the liberals and their power in America, it's laughable in the realm of the spirit because they have no power. You all will see it yourself when by the grace of God and by the power of the Holy Ghost and the glory, move it, we will overrun all these things. America will swing back. There shall be revival everywhere. Amen and amen. The question that Jesus asked is what you must answer in your life. Would you also go away? If you were a member of Resurrection House for All Nations, wouldn't you have left when I didn't shut down? You would say it didn't make sense. <clears throat> one, one apostle told me, you know, I, I, I love the people. I said, okay, so you love them more than God loves them? They shut down and, and then even months later they were having services outside and going through all these motions. <laughs> it's laughable. God said to me, if the bread and the wine that is the Lord Jesus to you will give you COVID, then you have, there's no faith here. No, it should be that COVID should touch that bread and dies because it is the Lord Jesus to us. Would you also go away? Would you have turned your back on him? Peter said, where will we go? You have the words of eternal life. You are the be all and end all. There's no other option. You are it. Amen. That's where you must be for your faith to work, for these realms to open up to you. Otherwise, you're going to be the outsider looking in, <clears throat> and these things will never come clear. Connect with resurrection grace. I say it every broadcast, put your seed in the ground. Whether you're watching America or TV in Africa, it's the same. The same, put your seed in the ground. May the power of God reach you and give you an inheritance in this kingdom. In Jesus' name. You can call 770-994-3777. Most of you in the other countries, you can use the number on your screen. It will reach us. There are people assigned at broadcast times to answer these calls. They will pray with you and minister to you. So don't forfeit the opportunity to experience resurrection on a one-on-one -on -one level. Call anytime. They will answer around the broadcast, that is. Well, during the broadcast, on 30 minutes or an hour, I think, after the broadcast, they will answer your call. Amen. If you're in town, Bible studies tomorrow, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., two hours. We don't keep you longer than that. Now, Sunday, there's no such promise. <laughs> we worship by the Holy Ghost, and the glory moves us forward. <clears throat> Some Sundays I look up and hours gone by and we're just trying to come out to praise and worship. We're
when church is already winding down. Sorry, it's not for everybody. Resurrection is giving God time to do the work in our lives. God bless you. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye.